Well, the weather for the whole of the south of England will continue as it has for the next few weeks. It's going to be hot and moist, with temperatures rising steadily as time goes on. There's a chance of steamy moments as we move into the... Ah, sod it. We never wanted to do this. We never wanted to be weathermen and women, making innuendos about hot atmospheres and drizzly countries. We didn't want to be child-friendly. We didn't want to bang on about being for over-18s only. We want to talk about our sexy adventures. We want to be lifestylers, leaping from bush to bush as we sail down the rivers of British sex clubs and mountains of crazy experiences. The cheeky purple mamba, the liquid silk pumped liberally into our hand, the rodeo classic brief harness complete with Tantus curve, the enjoy pure one stainless steel dildo, the hot octopus digit, the ever so short messages on fab swingers, the sexy friends on Twitter, and the mighty vanilla alternative. With my best girlie by my side, we'd swing, swing, swing. Get in the gym or to your car. Without advice, you could go far. We fuck things up and we make mistakes. We talk about our sexy dates. It's getting hard for this to rhyme. Just as well, cause it's bed. Hello and welcome to episode 130 of the Bedhoppers podcast. My name's Mr H. And I'm Mrs H. Thank you for joining us today. We've got a good couple of topics today to talk about, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. We do? You sure? Yeah, I'm absolutely sure. Positive. Cool. I may Look, have even been one of them. <laughs> you may even feature in both of them. Yes. Yes. One of which is less good for you. <laughs> okay. And one of which might be less good for me. Yay! Winning. Yay! Equal. Even Stevens. That's the way we like to rumbles. Anyway, before we get into the topics. Yes. We have got, just when this episode comes out, we've only got like a couple of days before we depart for California and for PCAP. Oh my God. (laughs) It's finally bloody happening. It is really happening. We're running around like maniacs trying to sort out costumes. Well, you are. Um, Well, yeah, I'm trying on so many sparkly things, it's untrue. You're trying on so many things and going, ah, I hate it. I hate the way I look. Why has everything got to be so sparkly? It doesn't have to be so sparkly. Why have you made everything so sparkly? Because it's fun. It's nice. It's good to be sparkly sometimes. And I feel like we are going. To, to America, right? Yeah. And we are representing the UK. And you think that that's represented best with 80% a sequin? Yes. Okay. Yes, that is not what people expect. And therefore, when they see us <laughs> prancing around in as many sequins as we can possibly oh, make. Not all of it's sequins. Well, some of it's just bright. Of it no, just the, <laughs> there are sequins involved in shiny, sparkly yeah. things. But when they say they're going to, like those, those lot from the UK, mm-hmm. they're not so yeah. bad. They're pretty shiny and sparkly. They're pretty shiny. So, you know, what, what's really um, appealing to me about this sequin habit is that it's going to be really hot out there. Yep. And I already envisage that, A, I'm going to be really, really, really warm in the sequin attire. Yeah. And then secondly, I'm going to be so warm in these sequins and I think they're going to be immensely uncomfortable. I've heard <laughs> that in the United States of America, they have this crazy thing, right? All right. Okay. Called aircon. <laughs> You're not out in the sun. What? Who no, says we're going to be out in the sun at that point? The the costumes for the evening. Well, okay. Yeah, well, all right, fine. Well, well, okay. Well, well, what? What is it about the costumes in the evening that you don't quite understand? It's still going to be hot in the evening. <laughs> yes, it's well. Well, it all may right. not be right. Okay. Because it can get cold in, in the dessert. I really hope so. Yes, because there are no clouds to keep the temperature 
warm. Mm. Okay, I quite enjoyed that little lesson on whatever it was. I quite enjoyed the way that you took Gulped. a swig of drinking yeah. gulped on my podcast. You'd expect nothing How less. How dare you? On your podcast. Who edits this? Your podcast. Yeah, my podcast that I have to treat with loving care and oh, respect. Oh my God. I turn up, I do stuff. Yeah, and, I'm people, here. and people love you for Listening it. Listening to Mewling Quim going on bloody sequins and gold lame. Why am I Mewling Quim? You just wanted to use that word, didn't you? I, I haven't used words. it for ages. It's time I used it. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I used it yesterday when referring to the cat. What? No, you didn't. Yes, you? I did. Actually, it was today because she stole. You she leave has... El Tigre out of it. <laughs> Noodles, aka El Tigre Thiefe. <laughs> I don't know if that's any sense at all. But she went into my because I got did. some new recording devices and they mm. had some um, dead kittens in oh. them. And she stole one and she's made off with it in the night. And we don't know where she's put it. Maybe she's trying to protect it. I think she's eaten it. The, the reality oh, is, she's probably mooched it around or is knocked it under a bed or a sofa or something and it's there forever now yes how meta the, yeah. the cat that's stolen a dead kitten i know what a bastard anyway in terms I'm, of today's topic what's on your podcast then mr uh, h today my podcast your podcast <laughs> yeah my baby you own your solo podcast no no no. we present the podcast together but i do uh, all the podcasting okay all right are you prepared to accept that no nope. what have we got how many episodes have you published all of them <laughs> how many episodes have you edited <laughs> Oh, at least 80%. <laughs> really? Can't have you done any, any editing whatsoever? Yeah, I've watched you do it. Do you even know which programme I edit on? Yes. What is it? Audacity. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, you just said a name that you heard. I just heard. said a name that I knew. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, right. So there we go. So... Today, as I said, we're going to be tackling two things. One is about a recent trip to Le Boudoir. So we went to their new, lo- we'll say their new location, but it's well, the it's first time us. that we've been to their newer location since uh, they I moved. guess it's new to them at some point. <laughs> I'm sure that it was. But we're also going to be talking about a little night in that we had watching Eurovision. Oh, yes. And I think the Eurovision's mm-hmm. probably the lighter of the two stories, perhaps. <laughs> but we'll come to that. We'll, we'll squeeze that one in well, at the end. Because it makes you look like a chump. <laughs> most most of these stories make me look like a chump. No, no, but the boudoir one is more me looking like a chump. I don't, I don't know that you look like a chump, but oh, anyway, we'll, we'll go we'll go through this. All right. So we recently went to the boudoir and we decided to take some chums, not chumps, with us. Yes, we and did. we brought with us Violet. A bit, bit of a group effort, wasn't it? Yes, Lovely. we got Violet right. Yes, off of off of our Twitter, off of Twitter, what, what a Violet did. Yes, and we also brought Secret Stag and Secret Vixen. Shocker. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, because they have to go here. everywhere with us because they, they don't joined have to. at the hip. No, they don't have to. It's just we enjoy their company. It's lovely having with us on adventures. <laughs> yes, they do like to tag along for the adventures. Well, they're not tagging along. No, this was not. a joint we'd, effort. We tag along with them, technically. Yeah, technically. So we went there on a Saturday night, right? Which yes. meant there were no single guys there. Oh, had. yes. Yes, very true. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to do a sort of quasi-review of the club and what we thought because mm-hmm. we hadn't been to this new venue. And we're going to also tell you a little about the night itself. Yeah. And okay. we're going to try and fit all this into the space of a normal episode, <laughs> despite me padding clearly for time, right? So tell me, Mr. H, the, um, this, this club, Le mm-hmm. Boudoir, mm-hmm. can you just rock up on the night? No, you cannot, Mrs. H. You have to have tickets. Indeedy. Indeed. So you have you ha- to apply online and get some tickets online. You have to be a member first and yes. then get tickets. Correct. And then you do all that online. What I will say, so tickets, I think they were Seven, 80 I or, say 70 70 or 80 pounds. Yeah, um, in that region. It's been a couple of weeks since that point and we've clearly drunk some alcohol, <laughs> as you'll find out, before that point. So we rocked up. In fact, we spent a little bit of time in London. We did. Having a few drinks first. 
hanging around with Violet and hanging around with Stag and Vitz and yeah. having a few drinks, chilling out. And then we realised that we hadn't eaten. Uh, this is a running theme of all our nights. <laughs> well, one of the things that we that our friends have discovered is that if Mrs H has not had something to eat, she is an absolute biatch. Wow. Like a teeny tiny Godzilla kicking through doors. Yeah, many, many of our bu- stories buildings. do involve me being hungry. So before we, before we got to the club, mm. we decided that we'd grab a quick bite to it. And we found this wonderful little pizza place that was fantastic. And they were just closing up. It was bloody awesome. And they, they did a very quick pizza for oh, us. They, they gave us a little great. bit of salad. They were really cool. We so had we, a bottle of wine. Yeah. We obviously needed more. Because, <laughs> yeah, we needed more drinks. Do you know what? Actually, no. No, to be fair, we did not have loads of alcohol. We really, really genuinely did not. Because not only have we learned from our own mistakes in the past, yeah. but on this particular night, we'd paced ourselves really, really well. We hadn't, we were just getting over our monstrous colds. So we really didn't have much booze well, at all. So we had a couple of cocktails, yeah. a few cocktails, yeah, I'd say, exactly that. Uh, in, in the venue first. Then we shared a bottle of wine with everybody, yeah. having some pizza, and then we exactly. wandered over to, to the Le Boudoir location. Yes. Uh, it's not very clearly marked on the outside. So as you're kind of, wandering back and forth you're not entirely sure if you're at the right place and then someone mysteriously opens the door <laughs> and it's sort of like so who where are you trying to get to and we're yeah. like but, but i like that because i think that protects our anonymity and it's it's discreet entrance and obviously we're not going to reveal where it is no. because we wouldn't so no. it's um it's there for protection i think it is so, but it was that moment of boudoir. Well, I had no idea. I was just I, I was trailing behind talking to um, the lovely Violet and. I was talking for so long, I didn't even realise we got there. So <laughs> I was just following you guys. So we go inside, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What happens? So we had taken with us some changes of clothes because we weren't sure we wanted to. And this is the perpetual problem we have. You can't go for pre-drinks wearing your club gear. Oh, at least I don't think you can because they're two very different things. It depends on... Well, you can. As, as a man, I was absolutely oh, fine. Yeah, but I think... But probably the ladies would prefer to wear something a little bit more sexy and you just wouldn't want to rock up in a normal cocktail bar in London wearing what we decided to wear. Okay, so why is this relevant, why is this relevant to um, the moment we walk through the it's door? It's relevant to the moment we walked through the door because I was instantly very uncomfortable in what I'd worn to the pub and I wanted to get changed as soon as possible. So I was already, as we got through the doors, eyeing up where I would potentially go and get changed rapidly. <laughs> However, when we went in, it was a really lovely little reception area. Yep. Uh, not huge, just a, a nicely little sort of laid out reception area. And they were very, very good at, and very quick at sort of taking our information, finding us, finding our reservations So we online. had to have some ID with us. We had to have ID. Who we were who we were. Yeah, like driving license. You license. had to get rid of your chewing gum. Oh, yeah. So they confiscated my chewing gum because they searched your bags and that's yeah. fine. And they said no chewing gum allowed on the yeah. premises. And mm-hmm. I think that's very wise because it's obviously to protect people from like sitting, standing, getting in their hair and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and they also take your phones off you. Yes, so, they do. Top tip. So if you don't really carry a card around with you and you only carry your phone, you're not going to be able to pay for stuff at the bar unless you've, you know. Yeah, correct. So you're so, going to need other men- means of payment. Yeah. And so I very... Because I have a little phone thing, that phone yeah. case that has a magnet on the back that carries my card. So I just swipe that off and I was okay. But had I not mm-hmm. You'll need to carry a debit that, yeah, card with you, you, yeah. you will need some sort of card. And I think that's quite mm-hmm. a useful advice to have. But they were very, very quick yeah. at getting us in and getting our information. They found us straight away and they, they kind of like dealt with all that, took our phones away, put it all securely behind their 
the yeah. reception area. And we got in there and it was relatively early. It was literally pretty much as soon as the door had yeah, opened. Yeah, we'd got there. It was at 9, 9.30. 9.30. 9.30. And I think we'd got there about quarter to 10. Mm-hmm. So we were pretty much some of the first people in. Yeah, there were some people in there, but it wasn't busy. No. no. And as you go in, so you go through a little corridor mm-hmm. and you kind of head to the left. And then there's a big open space which has got the bar, which is lovely. And it is a, they, they do serve alcohol at the bar. It's not a bring your own bottle affair. Mm-hmm. And there's loads of seating. Quite and a large bar, kind of bar, like a little actually. veranda across the top. Now, what I would say is if you want the visuals of what this place looks like, Kate from Wanderlust Swingers uh, did a lovely video on YouTube. So I'd go and mm-hmm. check that out because that'll help you visualise what the club's like inside. But there's this great little area where you can sit down, you can stand up and dance if you want to. A little bit too early for us on the, on the night. So Secret Stag and I, and I believe Violet, sat down in, on some Buy some table and chairs. Oh, we found uh, a really nice settee and a couple of chairs together, yeah. didn't we? Big enough for the six of it? I want to say six. Five. five. <laughs> can't count. Basic math not working God. for Mrs. H today. So we sat down while Mrs. H and Secret Vixen went and got changed. Yes, because immediately, I, I mean, my dress was fine, but I wasn't wearing club attire at all. And I was just wearing a nice sort of dress, but it wasn't something I was feeling that comfortable in. Yeah. So... Um, we scurried off immediately to go and find where we could get changed. Now, I think if we'd asked, someone would have just shown us around generally because, you know, newcomers to that club, they would have quite happily given us a little tour. But we were quite happy to just go and find it. Yeah. You know, as it happens. And there's, what we'll say, there's tons of staff just dotted around who will help you. Absolutely. There were a lot of staff. They were all on top form throughout yeah, the evening. Yeah, they were really they good. They were all really helpful. They were all keeping an eye on what was going mm. on throughout the club making sure everyone was okay. So 100%, I thought the staff did a bang-up job and they were really, really good. Yeah, and if anyone had looked uncomfortable or lost or didn't know what was going on, they would have absolutely, you know, pounced on them and said, hey, can we help you? They're there to, to help. Yeah, yeah, so you lovely ladies came back and looked fantastic. My Thank time. you. They both looked fantastic and looked incredible. Wonderful. So we were able to, to, we were basically drinking, I believe, bottles of Prosecco, which is very reasonably priced. I've no idea how much it was because I didn't get Because you didn't bar. go to the bar once. <laughs> but we were just basically having a, a continuous supply of bottles of Prosecco between the five of us. Yeah. Yeah. And we honestly didn't really drink that much. I hastened to add again because I think it's um, we paced ourselves really, really well. So we were just nicely getting through some glasses of Prosecco. Yeah. And then some people who listened to the show came up and said hello. And that was really lovely. And we got the chance to chat to them. Hello, folks. Nice to meet you. It was lovely. And also there was live music. Well, I was just about to get to that. Oh, well, I got there first. You've got there first. Which is rare, but yes. Ah, cheeky. <laughs> Oh, all right, tell us all about the live music, wench. He was great. Who? He? <laughs> so it was a fella, and I, I don't think he was like like a Michael Bublé impersonator or anything. He was just a nice bloke that sang music. Why is it, Why would you bring I up a Michael know, Bublé impersonator? I don't know. I don't, <laughs> he, he was doing covers. Yes. But it wasn't like, a, like sometimes they have tribute nights, don't they? Oh, uh, God, what? I probably shouldn't say tribute nights. <laughs> uh, you, so basically, there was a, a dude that sang. There you go. It yes. wasn't a Nirvana tribute. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes you turn up to places and they have like... I can tell a, you for a fact a, he was not a Spice Girls tribute. <laughs> Anyways, because we were he really... Was great. He was really good and he was sort of quite... It's quite fun and entertaining and singing songs. We right next to lots of classic songs that you'll know. And we were right at the front, right next to him. We so literally, out. if we turned up, turned our heads to face him, if we weren't already, we would be like face to crotch level. <laughs> yes. 
So what do you think about the volume, the noise volume? I, I'm in two the minds. The noise volume. The I noise volume. Oh, <laughs> the noise volume. Oh well, you're not influencing my decision on this at all, Mrs. H. The, the noise levels. Oh, the noise. <laughs> this is the, the, again, you're using the word noise. Yes. <laughs> so I, I think the, the chap that got up on stage, I think he was really good and entertaining. Yeah. The problem was, was that it became everyone watching a show. And we certainly sort of chilled out and mm. sang along and, and pretended to light lighters and, you know, when it <laughs> came to the slower numbers and stuff. But it meant that we didn't get off our asses and talk to people. Okay. So whilst I thought he was good, mm. uh, I kind of felt that we didn't really interact with anyone else. Now, there is a, there is a flip side to this, of course, and that because we've gone there as a, as a group of five and we're, we're a pretty close-knit group mm. at the best of times, the impetus to go out and speak to other people was, was also not there. But equally, I thought the, the volume of music, mm-hmm. regardless of whether he was singing or whether it was just the, yeah, the music yeah. playing once he stopped, was really high. So I'm not sure how conducive that area is to, to just chatting. Now upstairs, there's a little sort of veranda, balcony kind like of a area. Mezzanine bit. Yeah. Mm. That was perhaps a little bit quieter and you could probably have some conversations, but that way you're away from the bar as well. Yeah. So you have to go up this little sort of twirly whirly set of stairs. <laughs> and, and to be fair, the place is decorated beautifully. It looks mm. really nice. It's got a really nice atmosphere. It was just very, very loud. And my hearing's not great, so I struggled a little bit to hear people that I could see talking. Yeah, so, I struggled as well with the, if someone came and talked to me, I, I really couldn't hear what they were saying very well. So I had to keep being a bit rude and say, I'm so what? sorry, I can't hey, hear you. Hey, yeah, but I, I find I struggle anyway in that kind of environment. And that's, you know, I, I guess that I'm in a minority, perhaps. I don't know. I, I don't know. And I, but one thing I did notice is that it didn't, and, and we've said this about, the boudoir before is that it didn't feel like necessarily an environment where people come to chat and no, mingle. So it you're felt very right. much like people had their their own agenda. Now that might just be us reading into it, and it mm. might also be us as part of a larger group just sticking together and being unapproachable potentially from other people's perspectives. Maybe I I, I find it hard to judge that, but actually looking around, it didn't seem like. People were chatting to loads and loads of people. It felt very much like people came in with their groups and largely stayed to them. But that's just my observation. Mm. And that's all I can really offer. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's fair enough. But I guess it depends on how you like to build those connections. If you're you're going to a club with a view to making a connection and having some fun with somebody, great. And for me, I need conversation to do that. It's just a prerequisite I require. I, I can't make a connection if I can't talk to someone now. Other people may fare better because they might have some dancing and they may just settle for, you know, having a bit of a dance and a drink and that's, they're happy. I need the connection and that is based on conversation. So for me, I like things to be just a notch quieter so I can hear people. I mean, there were a lot of people dancing. Yeah, yeah, loads. And they were all sort of dancing together and I get that that's a way of interacting. It's not typically our approach to it. And in fact, that's something you'll throw your toys out the pram about <laughs> on, on most occasions. And I do wonder if there is some merit to be, to be had around a quieter area where you can have mm. those conversations and, mm. and chat to people. And then a, a sort of slightly noisier dance floor where people can, can interact. But equally, there's not a massive amount of space for them to play with in that environment. And yeah. I think they've done a very good job. I just wonder if the singer wasn't there would there have been more opportunity? Yeah, would know. it have been quieter to have those conversations? Not sure. Hmm. Okay. Either way, it looked really lovely. Bar Abbey itself looked fantastic. So we had a, you know, after the, the guide stopped singing, we'd, we'd sat down and had a couple of drinks and we had chatted to a couple of listeners and stuff. 
we decided that we'd give ourselves a bit of a tour of the club and have a, mm. a nose around. So there were a number of playrooms and, and things that you sort of go up the stairs and it leads you into a whole sort of playing mm. area. And there's a big, I guess it would be a couple's play area on a Friday, but it was just a general group area, which was really busy. And that looked like it had more opportunity to sit down and, and talk in, but it also looked like it was kind of action focused as well. Is that the bit that had loads of pictures on the wall and it was dimly lit and it was... Um... Yeah, I, I remember that very much. Actually. It the was really nice. The only other big room. I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to be really helpful on the description I'm of the place. Helpful. So along the way, there were a couple of smaller rooms and mm-hmm. that sort of stuff along, uh, along the along the corridors. So we we really just stuck our heads in where we could and just had a bit of a look. But it all looked very nicely decorated. Mm, the atmosphere was really nice. It was quite getting quite busy by this mm. point. In fact, I think they had a, a, a almost sort of 200 people in there on the mm-hmm. night. Maybe maybe a little bit less. So it was quite. It was almost not a queue to get in but it felt like there was definitely a, a, a vast amount of people moving from bit to bit. Mm. Now, that was absolutely fine because there, there are private playrooms and the like. So I guess if you, if you, you feel uncomfortable playing in front of people, then, then you've got the opportunity to step away from that. We then went downstairs. Oh, yeah. So this place is really big, isn't it? Is it is quite like, big. Really big. It's, it's kind of got a couple of, couple of levels and the social bit's all in the middle. There's some playrooms on the top. Then downstairs is more of the dungeon area catacombs the catacombs i love that area so there was like a as we went in there was a a sex swing there was a little dungeon area with a glory hole and then there was these little catacombs like cubby hole type things where Mm, you could play on two or three of those and they were all open but you're sort of covered from three yeah three three sides sides are enclosed and then there's like an open bit at the front where you obviously climb onto the, the the bed and that's then open. I like it, to think of them as a sexy Star Wars cantina. <laughs> but it didn't have the... What really appealed to me about them is it's, it's clearly all part of the original building and they just looked really cool. Is that what you look for in a sexy no, time? No, Is this not. part of the original building? Yes. No. Oh, I'm so going to get there tonight. Stop taking the piss out of me. <laughs> um, I, it was, I was basically really impressed with how we made use of the building's original features. It looked really cool. It was in keeping with the, the style of the building. And it just looked really good, I thought. It was okay. nice. So before they we hadn't g- messed around with it too much. Yeah. And it was everything in there was very nicely decorated. Mm. It looked really good. It was all maintained really well. The staff were fantastic. Mm. Before we go into the story of what happened on oh, the night. Oh, the lockers are down there as well. Oh, 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 oh. oh, oh. <laughs> now you have to pay a deposit for the lockers. We should yes. have said that at the beginning. And I think it's £20 yes. cash. Yes. So it, obviously you get that back at the end of the night, assuming you haven't like done something awful in the locker. I <laughs> did like put a human <laughs> head in it or something. Okay. But, however, you have to pay £20 cash and you get a locker key. The lockers are not super big. It's like criticism on my part because I had a big bag to squish in there. But fine. But they're big enough, I guess, for yeah. what you need. And there's quite a few of them. And they're in a kind of little you know, square just next to the area where the, the swing is. So there's quite a few lockers and there's a mirror there as well. And the facilities down there. Like I didn't toilets. know if there was any washing facilities there. Um, but... No, well, there's obviously the ladies' bathrooms down there. And I'm guessing the gents is nearby. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the gents was sort of just next door, really. Now, before we go on and talk about the story... Mm-hmm. What, what do we want to say about the club overall? How did you feel about it? Was it a good club? I would you recommend it? What's your really, take? I really, really liked it. I would love to go back there. I liked it better than the original premises. Oh, definitely. Yeah. It just it was a nicer use of space. It was it felt bigger. It was nicely laid out. Better managed. But yeah, it was just really nice. I, I really, really, really liked it. It was well worth the entry fee. Good value for money, I thought, especially given that it was in like central London sort of thing. So for me, really strong 
score. I don't know if you're asking me for a score out of 10. But out of 10, what would you give it then? Honestly, I'd give it a good eight or nine. Okay. I really, really liked it. I, I'd say the same. I wouldn't necessarily agree on, on the costing, but then equally for us, we've got to get into London. We've got to stay. And I agree, but that's not reflective of the club. That's, no, that's just the that's, fact that geographically we're not close enough. Well, this is the thing. And I think it is one of my two favourite clubs in mm. the UK. Absolutely. And I think that it, it matches VA in a different way. It's a very different experience. Yeah. And I think because it doesn't have that hot tub piece that VA has, mm-hmm. it lacks that central focus. But what it does have is a lot more sort of separate play areas mm. and a lot more rooms and a lot more difference throughout the place hmm. to me a lot it, more felt, variety. it felt really high class it felt quite sophisticated it, it felt um kind of like sexy in a sort of not cheap way it, it just felt nice it feels and, really good what yeah. i would say is that i'm not sure how indicative it is of uh, having conversations and meeting mm-hmm. people and i don't know if that's the culture that's there and that's the regular scene and whether that's the way it is I don't know whether that was just us as a group. So it's hard for me to get a set it, like get a feeling on it. Certainly the last one we went to when it was at the old venue, I had a very similar vibe. So I don't know if that's just London. That's just yeah, the local well approach to this, that, that people just go there with each other and they've already got hookups or whether it's a lot more, um, you know, they dance with mm-hmm. each other, off, off they go. I'm not sure, but I, I certainly didn't get the impression that many people were chatting in terms of trying to get on with each other and trying to find out about each mm. other I, I get that more from va but perhaps yeah. that's because the atmosphere is a little bit more relaxed in, in that some venue. quieter areas it's, perhaps, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it has some quieter areas but it also has some space where you can that, that's much more designed for that whereas this felt it went from relatively loud music to a singer to like loud loud music mm. and people dancing and it, and then there was no it felt like there was no escape from that. There was no area uh, unless you kind of went to that couple's area to to retreat and yeah. have a sensible chat with somebody or kind of trying to build the connection. So yeah. that's the that's the only thing that I really didn't like about it. The cost, I mean, it's one of those things, isn't it? It's in London, so the cost is going to be higher. Mm. Equally, it feels like a really nice venue, so it kind of justifies that. I think so. So, uh, but it's that bear- bearing in mind, if you're travelling, it is going to cost you a bit more. The drinks were reasonably priced for London, yeah. so it's, you know, it's not too bad. But you just got to keep that in mind that if you're going then you, and you're going to get a hotel, then the hotel's going to cost more because it's in London. So yeah. it's a, it's a all, more expensive experience. All of those experience. things I completely agree with. I just think that the club price itself, for what you get, I think is really, really good. Okay. I really do. It's a cost prohibitive weekend if you're going to go and get a hotel and travel and you live far away enough from London that it's going to cost you a bit of money. But I think the actual entry for the club gives you quite a bit but putting it in context though it's double mm. the cost of v8 it is but also it's london yeah and there's tons of stuff around but, it but all i'm it's... saying so is, is if you're looking at yeah. and thinking about your first club oh, yeah. and bearing in mind that when we when we took over va for for that part of the evening people were quite upset with us for the cost oh well, yeah of, that's very true of the club and that was cheaper yeah. than than, yeah, it was, than a it was night half a price of yeah. that so I'm just being mindful that mm. if you're very conscious of how much you're spending, then maybe this isn't the place for you. <laughs> then just, well, it, it may well be the place for mm. you, but just keep that in mind. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I'm very mindful that we're fortunate enough that we can afford to be able to do this stuff, not that often, but, but occasionally. Yeah. But 
for other people, they may have to seriously invest in being able mm. to do it. And we know that th this lifestyle is not a cheap thing in the first place. It's so, really not. So I keep not. that in mind. I agree. Okay. So yes. I, I, I would say equally, it deserves like a good eight and a half, nine out of 10. I think yeah. there's a great venue. There's a couple of little bits that, so if we were going, for example, say we were going to go again with friends, I'd, I'd feel really comfortable and it would be a really yeah. nice place to go. If it was just the two of us, I'd be less inclined to do it. Mm -hmm. Purely because of the the, the, noise thing. the the noise thing and the additional expense. That's yeah. that and versus somewhere where we we can have much more conversation and we can build connections and all that sort of and stuff. And it'd be less money. <laughs> and it would be less money. Yeah. So yeah, that agreed. I think would be agreed. The only sort of side things I would say about it. But if you're in the area, if you're coming to London, I, I would definitely say sign up, go and and experience it because it really is a fantastic club. I agree. 100%. It's a great club. So the five of us. Mm -hmm. Not the seven of us or the eight of us or whatever you thought it was. <laughs> Where we got down to the catacombs or the dungeon. Oh, area, right? we did, which instantly is big enough for five people. It, well, it is. But one of the first things that happened while we were there is that there's a sex swing as you come in and it's quite out on the open, right? Well, it is. It's kind of in its own area, I suppose. But anyone can walk past and see it. Yes. it yeah, it's not behind closed doors. No, not at all. Yeah. So I, mean, we, I just meant it's not right in the middle of a corridor. It's kind of set <laughs> back a little bit. Okay, hmm. it's about half a meter away from the. Right. the but whatever you want to say, you Don't just pedantic one. <laughs> no, but there's, okay. So it's it's in a part of the dungeon. Yeah, you know, whatever. Yes. Yeah. So as you come in, you see this swing, and it's the first thing you pretty much see mm -hmm. as you enter that dungeon mm -hmm. area, right? And one of the things that Secret Stag has been very keen for Secret Vixen to to experience is going on a sex swing, right? <laughs> yeah, he's keen for her to do a lot of things. He is keen for her to do a lot of things. <laughs> And Violet, bless her, as, as a knowledgeable person in this area, mm -hmm. was keen that she go on there and she could help her and explain what it would be like and show her how it all comes together and how it all works, how sure. the straps do everything. Yeah. So what happened? I can't remember. What? I genuinely can't remember her going okay. on it. I remember me going on it. You remember? So, well, I think... I think maybe I'd gone and, I don't know, gone for a weird something. <laughs> no, I, I, I yeah. genuinely think I had gone at that point so I and think, come back again. I think she sat on it vaguely. Okay. <laughs> and and got out of it quickly. And then I think you came along with it. I like, did. I came back from having a wee. Yeah. And then I think we all managed to come, sort of con you into getting into the swing. Yeah. All right. I mean, I was quite amenable to it. I know you didn't were. You didn't have to con me. No, we didn't have to con you at all. Once you were in there, you were like, yay. I mean, it's not, it's a bit ungainly getting in it. And I do think you need a bit of hand because <laughs> it's not the easiest of contraptions to get into looking like a sexy goddess. <laughs> okay. And what happened once you were in the swing? Ah, well, it was very comfortable. Oh, I see. <laughs> Brilliant. When I was in there, I think I got quite a bit of attention from everyone in my party. <laughs> <laughs> Which is that fair? I, th I think you can explain a bit more. Oh, Can God. you remember anymore? Of course I Oh, can I remember it? I'm trying to remember. So Violet was definitely playing with me. Mm -hmm. Definitely. At that end. I don't mind pointing at you. At that end. What end? <laughs> Uh, the end where my legs were. Okay. Mm -hmm. And of course, once you're in it, your legs are kind of in there. You can't really move around very much. So okay. it was very nice. And I think you might have been kissing me. Mm -hmm. You were kissing me, right? I think we were all taking turns oh, kissing good. you and stroking you and holding you and <laughs> playing with you. Why lovely? Why did I get out of it? Well, I think we, we got you out of it oh. because things were starting <laughs> to heat up and starting to get a bit sexy. Oh, okay. So then we had this concept that we could go and find an area where we could all play together. Right, because the sex thing is basically all the pleasure is the person in the swing. <laughs> well, there, there is the all the 
all the pleasure of the person in the swing. <laughs> but also I think there was a feeling that the swing itself was a little bit exposed. Yeah. So people were walking past okay. and they were stopping and having a look. And See, I don't remember that because maybe because I wasn't looking at that because I had my eyes shut. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> you had your eyes shut. Yes. So we, we all decided that we were going to find... A, a little area where we could play together that probably wasn't quite so exposed because it did feel like we were on show because yeah. we were the first thing that you saw as you went into the dungeon. Okay. And we all sort of stood up around you and it was all a bit, <laughs> whoa, it's a bit full on. Yes. So we then found ourselves one of the little catacomb areas. Yeah, I like those. No, I like them. They're great. They're and great. I, I think I like them because, like you say, there is only one angle really that you can see anything and that's if you're standing pretty much directly in front of it. So the other three sides are enclosed yeah. by a wall, which is feels really nice and you can kind of retreat to the back of it if you want. Mm-hmm. And whilst people can see you, you are at least protected a little bit by some wall protection. Yeah. <laughs> so and it feels and there's a nice area to put your drink behind you. It's all, you know, there's like a shelf around the whole thing. So you can put your stuff down and you don't have to go and like beetle off and find a locker. I think so, it's it's a really good way of experiencing playing in front of people. Because if your head is down the sort of cave end, as it were, of the catacomb, <laughs> yeah. then you don't actually see anybody. No. So you, you are, obviously the people can see you yeah. and they can watch you, but... You may not be aware of them so yeah. much. And that, mm-hmm. that's quite a nice way of doing it. Anyway, as we, as we all sort of sat on the bed and we were sort of getting a bit undressed and getting a bit flirty and things were sort of heating up, there was a couple just opposite us uh-huh. on the St. Andrew's Cross. Oh, okay. And she was on the cross yes. and he was sort of... Playing with her and tickling her and doing all sorts of things. Tickling her? Tickling, like just like, you know, stroking her and all right. sorts of things, right? Mm-hmm. So opposite that, which you could see, <laughs> oh, was, was the glory the hole. Glory hole. <laughs> so yeah. Secret Stag, uh-huh. as ever, was very keen to see, well, not see, but... Try was, a glory was, hole. Was, was, well, he, he was keen for Secret Vixen to be behind the glory hole. Of course. And Violet was also quite happy to go there. I just looked after the bed. You weren't keen. <laughs> no. No, at this point, you, you were starting to feel not so great. A little. I was still fine. And again, hasten to add, wasn't really... At this point, I think I'd even put my drink down. I wasn't really touching it. But yes, you're correct. I was feeling a little bit like, oh, I don't know. I'm just going to sit here and watch the bed. But you lot all beetled off to no, the glory I, hole. No, 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 you no, did. no, no. Did you not? Those three did. Okay. And then I got called over. Yes. Bearing in mind that between the lot of us, we were all just yelling at whoever was over at the glory <laughs> hole because it was empty at this point. Yeah. And this poor chap is still trying to get it on with his, his partner or whoever it is that he's with on this St. Andrew's Cross. And there's like <gasps> Mrs. H. Like, get in the get in the glory hole. Go on, suck him off. And all this kind oh of stuff. God. Yeah. Whereas this poor guy is like clearly trying to have this sort Aww. of sexy moment with his, with his other half. Sorry, guy. So, you know, Secret Stag and I get over to the glory hole and the girls are already in there. Yeah. And I'm already, I'm, I've never been that keen on the idea of a glory hole. Now, but why I, didn't you like glory holes? Well, I think part of it is because I don't like the idea of not knowing who's on the other side. But isn't that the whole point of it? Yes, it is the whole point of it. Also, <laughs> I've been called to a glory hole when I've, like, there's been no level of excitement. For, you mean you're hard? I'm not hard. Right. There's not been any interaction with me other than, than me sort of making out with you five minutes ago. So I'm kind of like called over to this girl and I'm like, okay, I'll put my jump through. Now, I'm not tall, so I already have to be vaguely on tiptoes. To, to, you were on tiptoes. Yeah, to put my junk through the hole. <laughs> and then, so there's three spaces on this glory hole, right? Yeah. So Secret Stag is on one side and I'm on the other. Mm-hmm. 
So this, you know, I'm already feeling awkward because I'm leaning and, and on your the, tiptoes. I'm leaning a bit on my tiptoes. I'm feeling awkward like I'm standing at a urinal here because I've got my <laughs> elbows up the top and I'm like, just not. And, and it's, you know, the, the action that I'm receiving on the other side is very pleasant, but I'm also like, I could be sat lying or lying down on the bed and someone could be doing this and I could be feeling a hundred percent more comfortable. <laughs> and as this is happening, then some fucking random dude comes up right. and shoves his cock through the hole. He was actually utilising the, the glory, glory hole, hole and, and in the, the correct and the way. Concept of it, which, which was fine. But then I was like, this feels like when someone stands next to you when you're going for a wee, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I really don't like this. So I'm like, this is, I'm not enjoying this whatsoever. So I was like, pull myself out and literally wander back to bed with you. I was like, no, 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 no. You've tried one before, I think. I have. But you're not a fan. I'm not a fan. I think, again, the concept of people that I know and like on the other side is is fine. I'm I'm okay with that. I think the problem that I have is that it's just not comfortable. It's standing up. And it's, I can't see the good stuff that's happening, which is the bit that I like. So you like to watch? I like to watch it happening. That's uh-huh. nice. Okay. Or have the opportunity to watch it happening. <laughs> but I also like to be comfortable. I don't like to be stood on my fucking tiptoes <laughs> trying to get my junk through a, a hole in some wood. And I'm also thinking, fuck, that doesn't, I mean, okay, it's probably smoothed out, but also it is on wood. And, you know, splinters and stuff. Not that there were any. So I'm like, this is not... Who's responsible for sanding down the glory hole? Yeah. So ultimately I was like, fuck this shit. I hate this. This, I'm not happy with this. I don't like it. Do you think a really tall guy would, you know, have have the same problems because he'd have to slouch to get his job through the hole? Probably, you know. Do you think club owners should maybe recognise the variances in height? I think there were... Do more for their clients I don't know if there were variances in the height. I'm not not sure. (laughs) But I just, it just didn't feel like mm. wonderful to me. I was, I'd much rather go back to the bed and play. Okay. Uh, that was absolutely so my preferred thing. So the, the lady stayed in there for a few more minutes. Giggling away. Giggling away. I don't, they were like, oh, there's a third penis for a moment. <laughs> and then eventually Secret Stag pulled away. And then I think that then they came out of the, yeah. the hole. So we get back to the catacomb yeah. and things start heating up a bit, right? Uh, yeah, so Mr. Stag was um, starting to entertain Violet. Yeah. And the th- as in, then the other three of us, look at me knowing numbers, myself, you and Secret Vixen. Yep. Were in a, and we were all together, like next to each other, but yep. we kind of, not paired off, but we kind of just had the little three and a little a two. Yeah. Yes. So we were all just starting to play. Yeah. I think you were going down on Secret Vixen. Probably. 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 And I was kissing Secret Vixen. Okay. And yes. she was enjoying that, one assumes. I would assume so. Yeah. She didn't say she was not. No, so there was no complaints <laughs> as far as I could hear. Now, at this point, you, you're like, I just need to go for a wee. And that's exactly what I thought I was going to do. <laughs> I, I felt okay, but I also felt, I don't know, I just felt a little bit odd. I couldn't quite work out what so I thought. Yeah, I, I need a wee. Either way, I need a wee. So, and you were like, carry on, folks. I did. You I said, genuinely said, carry on without me because I anticipated I was only going to be a couple of minutes max because so, I thought that's what was going to happen. And so we carried on without you in this sort of, no one wanted to escalate beyond the realms of what we were doing. Because uh, I wasn't there. Because you weren't there. So for right. the first few, few minutes, that was great. And I continued going down on Secret Vixen and then we started making out and uh-huh. that's always really hot. And and Secret Stag was playing with 
Violet and was mm. entertaining her, and it was all really sexy. And there's, and then we kind of did that again, and it was like that moment in Doctor Strange where he sort of uses the the Eye of Magatta or whatever it is to reverse time, and then do it again, and then do it again, and it felt like we were in this holding pattern. So this happened for about ten minutes, ten fifteen minutes, I suppose. Uh, and it was getting hotter and hotter, and then she started going down on me. And oh, I was wow, like, wow. And it sounds like it was all well, going well. It was, it was all fantastic. So we were in this holding pattern, mm-hmm. and it's going on for sort of 10, 15 minutes. She's going down on me. This is amazing. I'm like, this is it's really hot. Where's my wife? <laughs> well, and, and it's, we're, we're having these little, little whispered moments, uh-huh. and it's clear that she wants me to fuck her okay and i'm like i'm very very ready to do that if you keep going down on me, <laughs> i will not be so ready to do that and i can see that secret stag is is really playing with violet it's all kicking off and <laughs> we're looking around for you i look look up and i'm like where the fuck is she i mean to be fair secret stag could have you know fuck violet well all of these things <laughs> could could have been possible but mm. because we came as a group we were going to come as a group right so the first thing is, I'm like, well, I'm going to try, I'm going to get up and find her. Okay. So I got up and had a look around. Yeah. Couldn't find you anywhere. Because it's not unusual for you to get lost. <laughs> no, okay. Be fall asleep in a toilet. Right. And, or, or see, end up chatting to somebody and not realise yeah. what's so going on. So that's all fair. These are, yeah. these are things that have all happened that they you have, have all happened previous in the for. I shouted in the ladies' toilets, <laughs> couldn't find you. Came back. I'm like, can't see it. And we're like, well, she did say carry on. So we're going to carry on in our perpetual loop again. Yeah, right. Yeah. Back to the holding pattern. <laughs> so it's, all, it's still really sexy. It's, I'm, I'm really hard. I am absolutely <laughs> ready to fuck that woman. I'm like, yep, yeah, I'm, yeah. this is going to happen. Right. And then sort of this goes on for a bit. And we're like, where the fuck is Mrs. H? <laughs> Mrs. H, you, like, you have disappeared. And we get to a point where everyone is just frustrated as fuck. Yeah. Everyone is like, like Where this, is she? this needs to go to the like everyone wants to move this on to the next bit and absolutely yeah. go <laughs> nuts. But we yeah. are all we love you and adore you uh, and we're worried about you and we're like, Where the fuck is she? It's now been forty five fucking minutes. Oh wow, is it yes, that long? It is that sure? long. Oh well. <laughs> and we're like, Where is she? We haven't found you at this point and we've gone out now twice. Yeah. No so find me. Went out to find you and then I see you you'd come out of the bathroom. And then you dive back in again. I'm like, what the fuck is she doing? Well, I had no phone, so I couldn't text no, you. No, I know you had no phone, but you could have come out and found us knowing where all, we were. Well, I couldn't have done. So eventually have this search party out to, to get you and see what's going and on. the lovely Violet found me. <laughs> eventually. Yeah. And was like a shining beacon of hope amidst all the this violent stuff that was happening. <laughs> Bless her. Uh, so, whilst all this was going on with you, with you and the catacombs, I was, for unknown reasons, violently chundering. Oh dear. Tell <laughs> us about it, dear. What happened? I honestly don't know. Even now, I don't really know what, what caused it, what set it off. It, I definitely know it wasn't drink because I can drink way more than that. You know, you can, you've seen me put drink away. Yep. Wasn't nerves. You weren't nervous. Wasn't nerves. Wasn't, it definitely wasn't drink. I hadn't had anything that I hadn't. You know, I haven't tried before. Mm-hmm. I'm very used to drinking multiple glasses of Prosecco and s- surviving. Yep. Now, in granted, if you're going to mix in other stuff, then, you know, there's always a propensity for me to not react well to that. But it wasn't. It was just normal stuff. And I'd, you'd eaten as well. I'd so. eaten. There was no reason at all for me to feel violently unwell. 
I don't know what it was. Now, what I will say is that you were coming off the back of a cold. Yeah, I was. And sometimes that you're not very good at getting rid of what's inside you as a cold. What a terrible, terrible thing to be mentioning uh. on a podcast. I wonder if I it was know. just you not being able to clear your throat I, and that's what caused you to be sick. I can't imagine that would make me sick so many times, though. That's what I would say. I, I don't was, know. It was so many times. It felt like something something bad was in me. I think what happened is is that we were gearing up towards peak and you thought, I know, I've got the opportunity <laughs> to go down a dress size here and this is going to be... No. No, no, that's a terrible thing, folks. Oh, God. But, but genuinely, we, I'm we genuinely had... genuinely not normally sick on things. No, I know. And we were all worried about you. So we all went mm. and found you. And this is, must have been about one o'clock, half twelve, yeah, one o'clock I in the morning. Yeah, I just could, literally could not leave the bathroom. Every time I tried to, I was like, oh, no, it's happening again. And, and to be fair, no one saw me. No one, I wasn't... It, I, it was all very self-contained, very discreetly dealt with. <laughs> um, I didn't, you know, I didn't chunder in a public area. I just felt profoundly unwell. So we managed to drag you out and, and resuscitate you. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I just felt really poorly. You I did. Don't, I don't honestly know what it was that caused it. But it was really clear when we saw you that you weren't feeling well at no, all. No, I felt really rough. So we, we, to be fair, everyone was very good. Everyone immediately yeah. shut down everything. Yeah, they we were did. like, we can't carry. And you were sort of babbling on about, no, go on without I me. I felt awful about your, about the coitus interrupters. <laughs> I really did. Yeah, I'm sure you did. And I honestly felt awful for you all because I, I had been having a great time. I really, really had. And I know it wasn't the drink. I really do know that because we, we hadn't really drunk that much. And then I always, I also remember putting my glass down and really not, not bothering to sort of finish what was in there. Mm. So I just don't know what it was, but well, something didn't like me and I felt really quite unwell. Bless you. Once again, I think, you know, it's fair to say that we have some of the best friends available and everyone was very understanding and immediately said, look, look, we've got to go home. We've got to get her back and we've got to make sure that she's okay. Yeah. They gave me cuddles and I was shivering and it was just Yeah, we got you got you changed, got you in somewhere (laughs) that you could wear outside. Yeah. And then we immediately got in a cab and and, and went home. Yeah. Just to get you back and just to make sure that you were, say, home to wherever we were staying. Yeah. And it was really... Yeah, I mean, you did, you were sat in the front of the cab, or not in the front of the cab, in the middle bit. Yeah. And bless you, you were just sat there with, a, with almost like blankets of jackets oh, on you, no, and you were I asleep so and <laughs> snoozing away. Yeah. And I was just really glad to make sure that you got home okay and that mm. you were going to be all right. I still had in the back of my mind, I was like, we're going to go home, and maybe just if she's feeling better, there might be some sex. Wow. Well, when we got home, I did. I did wonder if we could. I could resurrect myself a little bit. But you no. were. N- but I, so, I still felt poorly when I got home. You so. were absolutely dead yeah. to the world, I think, at that I point. I just felt awful by that point. And I felt, again, I felt really bad because, you know, we were all very sexy and we'd all we looked amazing and we'd all be having a really fun night. And I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. It does happen. It, do, it, it does. And I, I think, if anything, you know, it, it was wonderful to to have a good night out with our friends. I, did I really have enjoyed a really good night I out. Really enjoyed the club. Yeah, but it, you know, once once it was clear that you weren't feeling very well, yeah. it was really important that we were able to get you home, and everyone was cool with it, mm. and everyone was absolutely fine with that. That was it was really lovely that everyone made sure that you were okay, and I, I really appreciate all of them for for, for stepping in and doing that. Mm. It may have been a complete exercise in frustration. <laughs> and then the taxi ride home may have been an ex- exercise in frustration. <laughs> and then the going to bed may have been an exercise in frustration. Uh. But, you know, the good thing is, is that um, I was able to drag Secret Vixen down with me in that exercise of frustration. <laughs> and that we were both able to suffer in frustration together. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the main thing. If we can achieve nothing else, then 
then that's the main thing. So that was our night out there, right? Yeah. That was a, a lovely little trip. It was apart from the, the, the being poorly. And honestly, that didn't happen until about half twelve. So at least we'd had the lion's share of a really great night. At least we managed to get to the point where we were about to have sex and then we stopped it. Hey. That was the main thing. At least thing. you got a blowjob. That's true. At least I got a blowjob. <laughs> Two, if you count the disappointing glory hole Well, well, well the, the, the ladies behind the glory hole weren't disappointing. <laughs> I want to point that out there. But it was just the actual physical yeah. standing up and leaning on something and putting my dick through a the hole in a wall that, 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 that just did nothing for me anyway so it was an awesome night I want to thank um, the boudoir for their really lovely yeah, hospitality awesome. they were really, really cool it was really nice to chat to them mm. they were really really good hosts we, we didn't get any special treatment I want to point out but it was nope. really good to see it all in action see it all work and see the venue so well done yeah so, I, kudos to them it looks absolute, great absolute absolutely kudos fab. to them so the next thing that we're going to talk about very briefly, and this is only a five minute story, if anything, although I'm sure I can make oh, I any five minute story into a 45 <laughs> minute one. Funny. <laughs> so being, being in the UK, and we, we, if you're listening from other countries, you may not necessarily know about the joy that is Eurovision. Ah, the wonderful culmination of lots of different countries all competing in a music competition. In a music competition? Yes. Well, they submit an entry to represent their country and then they sing. Not a song contest then? Okay. Yeah, call it a song contest. <laughs> I, like to, I want to call it a music competition. <laughs> music competition. <laughs> I've written a great tune. la dee doo dee doo dee da Look. Look, don't ask me to describe things when you know you're going to get a silly answer. <laughs> I know I'm going to get a silly like, answer with all Don't this ask stuff. me to describe a film because you know you'll get a really, really, really weird review. Long, and we don't have the time for that. We've got to wrap this thing up shortly. <laughs> so we, we had Secret Stag and Secret Vixen over to our house while we watched the Eurovision Song Contest. See, it's Song Contest. It's in the title. Yeah, all right. I'll give you that. Yeah, thank Song you. Contest. <laughs> and we have watched this in previous years. We have done, but um, it's been a little while since we've watched it. Yeah, it is. And there's, lots of people in the UK have parties when Eurovision's on. Exactly that. Because it's, now, it's a, a good long night of like lots of songs and stuff. And yeah, and the good thing is that it's, it's all relatively light entertainment. It's all very cheesy. It's, a, and it's very cheesy funny. and fun. And you can't take it too seriously, I don't no. think, although it's possible to take it seriously. Oh, I think some people do. But... I would say that we, we see it as a bit of a fun night and a yeah. bit of a chill that evening. But the UK this year had a great song and a great artist and the chances were actually looking pretty good for them. Well, yeah, apparently so. I hadn't heard, I did. I knew nothing about it, if I'm honest. I'd kept a very... You were full on Jon Snow about it. I was definitely Jon Snow about it. You know nothing. I know nothing. <laughs> so we, in, in anticipation of this being a, a fun night, so I made some... Chicken nugs and chips. Yeah, you did. Because, you, know, you know, traditional Eurovision affair, I can't back that up in any shape or form. But one of the things I wanted to do was have some nice drinks with it. So I created a vat, I guess, one of those... A cantina. cantina with a little tap on it of porn star martinis. Oh. A fresh batch of those. Now, I thought this would be a great idea. And Mrs. H had also, for our anniversary, a recent anniversary, bought me some glasses that had, uh, they were like pineapple shapes. And they, they, they hold about a pint of liquid. Because our was crystal. So I bought you yeah. some pineapple crystal glasses. There we go. So yeah. they hold about a pint of liquid, would you say? Is I that know. Fair? Probably three four, four three, pints of liquid. Three quarters of a pint. And my concept was, is that we could have a, a measure of the porn star martini and top it up in part with Prosecco. Can you define measure, please? Well, I think measure, what I'm talking about really is probably a porn star and a half of Porn star so martini. if I was to go to a nice bar yeah. and I said, 
excuse me, my good man, mm-hmm. could I have a porn star martini, please? Yes. What vessel would he provide me? A martini glass, probably. A martini glass. Or something to that effect. Right, so it's not a big drink. No, it's, it's not. It's not a long drink. It's not a long drink. It is a martini glass. But you can make it a long drink oh, by effectively can. serving double the amount in a glass. But the problem is, that's not a long drink, that's two short drinks. So to make it a long drink, what I did in my amazing, uh-huh. and this is never going to fail judgment, was mm. topped it up with Prosecco. To, to what, dilute it? Yes, dilute it. With more alcohol? Yes. Okay, and in, in what way did you think this was going to help? This was, nobody had ever been this clever. This was a genius move. In your mind, in you mind, were diluting the alcohol yes. because you were making it a longer drink? Yes. With Prosecco? Yes. Also alcoholic? Yes. Got yeah. And what did you put in this porn star martini, dear? Oh, it's, it's the standard porn star martini recipe. A which standard porn star martini does not have a litre and a half of vodka in it. It, it does. does. If, if you make enough of them, it has a litre. It wasn't a litre, it was a litre and a third, but that's fine. <laughs> so it was like a litre and a third of Pessoa, or, or a litre of Pessoa, uh-huh. a litre of vodka. Also alcoholic. Yeah. Yeah. It had uh, passion fruit uh, puree in it and also lime puree. And a lot of vodka. I said the vodka. Mm. It had, I mean, it was equal part vodka, equal part Passoa. Yeah. I think it's equal part um, passion fruit juice and, and one quarter part lime. And you, you put all this into this ginormous into this cantina. this ginormous cantina with a tap at the end and proceeded to drink some of those. <laughs> now, I believe that you and Mr. Stagg had already helped yourselves to an amaretto sour as well. Whilst you were preparing this vat of snake juice. Yeah. Yeah? I'm not a monster. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're already a little bit ahead of the game. Only by one drink. All right. Well, yes. Just one drink. <laughs> Sometimes that's all it takes, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so you, you prepared this snake juice. Yes. Well, you called it snake juice because... Yes, uh, from because the, of the response it elicited, didn't you? From Parks and Rec and Tom Haverford's drink. Um, if you don't watch Parks and Rec, I highly recommend it. It's a, it's a really good good show um and it's, it's one of those ones you can binge again and again and again mm. much like the american office i find and so you call it snake juice and then because the um johnny Depp amber heard trials going on and the measure of mega pint mega pint uh, was was something that was being talked about quite a lot we coined the term a mega pint of, of snake, snake juice, juice. <laughs> so how many of these mega pints did you have i, I don't think i had that many of them if i'm really mm. honest because the volume of liquid and alcohol in each one I probably had Quite two and a half, three megapunks. Uh, megapunks, <laughs> which is probably the equivalent to um, fifteen te- normal yeah, porn like star martinis and a ten bar. porn star martinis and about six glasses of. Prosecco. Dear God, man! All right, so you, so we watched the Eurovision, yes, and we we did very, very we, well. We the UK really by the way. did. Well we were winning chap. all the way through until the public vote then knocked us in second place. Yeah, but you no, know, that's fine. Second it's place good. is good, and you know, with the Ukraine, yeah, what's totally, going on there? totally get it. Absolutely. By the way, none of us really expected the UK to do that well. Mm-hmm. So you were exuberant and yes. proceeded to quaff more of the snake juice. Yes, in your glee. In celebration. In celebration. Well, it's say more. I think I had a half one. I think I, even I recognised that it was killing me. Oh my god! It's even I, it you. was. It's draining your it, life force. It was. I was thirsty, and and I had a thirst for more alcohol for some reason because I've drunk some. So and, how odd that you can drink so much and yet be so thirsty? I know it's it's fantastic, isn't it? Well, I think the thing was is that each glass was quite lethal, and <laughs> and I don't think I quite realised how much alcohol was in there until I'd had maybe. All of it. One of them, at least. By the time, by <laughs> by that point, 
that you're well on the way because it is literally drinking two or however many porn stars it was, plus a glass or so of Prosecco. And it wouldn't, wouldn't be a small glass of Prosecco. It's no. like half a pint of it each time. Yeah, you didn't have a nice little shot glasses of Prosecco on the side. No, no you decided to top up the sage. I'm with not it. a monster, Mrs. H. <laughs> If I'm gonna if I'm gonna do it, I might as well do it well. Anyway, so you had twenty one of these snake juices, no, mega pints, something like that. So there wasn't twenty one. Was... You reached your your gold now, which was wonderful as ever. Yes, when you're on top form yes. and witty and quippy and all the stuff that goes with you know Mr H being brilliant. Yep. and a bit tipsy. Yep. and then you very quickly descended into the hiccuping Mr H. Oh dear, the hiccuping sweaty mess of a man. The hot mess. Hiccuping and slouching yeah. and slurring yeah. and yet still refusing to go down and carrying what? on. I think you'll find I went down. Well, before that, <laughs> <laughs> refusing to go down as in refusing to calm down. <laughs> I calmed down perfectly. Thank you very much. Ooh, uh, you, you hiccuped for about an hour. Yeah, I, it was about, no, it was less than that. I was livid. Yeah, I know you were livid because you hate it when I have the hiccups. Hate all hiccups. I know this I is don't true. Confine it just to you. I hate hiccups. I know you do. I just can't stand them. Mm. They irritate me. They they jangle at my nerves. They just I just hate the sound of them. I hate getting them myself. I know you do. It, it infuriates you. It's really funny. I'm literally so annoyed with them. And the worst thing was because you were so drunk, you wouldn't listen to reason and follow my my fail safe instructions to get rid of hiccups. You just wouldn't focus. And I couldn't get you to get rid of them. Well, this is true. Yeah. And this... Secret Vixen tried as well, because we were both at the same level of not mega pint snake juice inebriated. <laughs> and we were both like shocked and appalled at how quickly you descended into madness. I think she was absolutely happy at the fact that I got that drunk, because over the courses <laughs> of our adventures over the We've last couple of years... We've all been there. Hit we, a wall. One, one of us has always... Well, not always, but sometimes one of us hits a wall <laughs> yes. and that person's defeat and destruction glorious. is glorious <laughs> and amazing. And and I think I, I, I if I didn't have both feet in that area, I certainly had one <laughs> foot firmly in that area. I think I pulled it back just about with probably just some just about. maybe survived. But I, it was not pretty. <laughs> it was not pretty and probably not the, my best of forms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so you carried on down this merry descent yeah, into madness. Yeah, I, I was fine though. I, I did recover. And you I was did. Just about. Just about. And so the moral of the story is, I guess, mm. um, not to drink mega pints of snake juice. Correct. Mm -hmm. Not to have hiccups in front of Mrs. H. Oh, never. And... Probably not to be a dick in front of Secret Vixen. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, you uh, you definitely wandered into... Oh, and actually, yeah, vodka. You cannot drink vodka. I can drink vodka. You shouldn't drink vodka. But I shouldn't drink vodka. Normally, vodka makes me a very sad person, but this time <laughs> it just made me a drunken mess. But I think that the thing was is that it, it very quickly hit me. I was like, holy crap, I'm like, this is like madness. <laughs> And I did. I, I better but, have some more. Yeah, but I was. It wasn't that I should stop. It's like I should drink less. I'll just have half a mega pint. <laughs> this is fine. And it, it's you know half a mega pint is still probably a pint. <laughs> so I, I guess it was. It was one of those moments. And I think um, you folks were. Uh, I don't think Secret Stag was um, celebrating. Not quite it. as he, bad as you. No, but he wasn't far behind. He me. wasn't far behind. No, and in I the think, madness. I, th I think he was lucky in that my. He saw you go the, downhill. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Well, it, but he did. It didn't matter if he saw me or not, because obviously the focus 
rightfully was on me being a twat. <laughs> so everyone was fine. Good news is I wasn't sick. That bodes well. No, very, very true. And I'd managed to claw my way through and I managed to have some sexy sex as well. You Just, did and you fell asleep immediately afterwards, probably within three seconds. Yes, that's fine. But I but did the sexy did sex. <laughs> I did the sexy sex and I knocked out an orgasm. And everyone was fine and happy. What was hilarious was afterwards I managed to get you into bed um, and you curled up in this fetal position away from me, thank Christ, because the funeral was something else. <laughs> and you didn't move all night. It was like you were dead, <laughs> but curled up in this little ball. No covers on you. You just like curled up like you were, you were dead. I, what surprised me is how... <laughs> just slept through soundly <laughs> like a rock. How sprightly I was the next day, considering the damage that, that had been done. So, what seems sprightly? Well, compared to, but you were definitely better than I expected. Yeah, you to I be. was better than I expected. I was yeah, like, Holy crap, this... I thought you would have been absolutely fucked the next day, but yeah, you were but... not too bad. So, it transpires that in prep for PCAP, then we are one and truly oh, is ready. This, the prep, was this it? is the prep. The we've got our, prep. We've both got our embarrassing running to the bathroom <laughs> or, or being too drunk moments out of the way quite recently. We've yeah. got our sickness, we've got our illness out the way. Yeah, we done all that. We've got that. We are used to quick changing now because that's something that you practiced in the boudoir. Yeah, that's we are, true. We are used to mingling in loud, yeah, noisy environments. Yeah. So we've got this. I think what could possibly go wrong? We could get heat stroke. So that's not going to happen. Always with your fucking naysayers. <laughs> I'm just trying to be realistic. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong and be fallers? <laughs> Well, you know, know, you might hear about it in, in four weeks or so. Oh, God. You know, because we're going to do that. We're, we're excited. We, we, we am are excited. nearly on the way. Yeah. Just got some final costume prep to do. Exactly that. So before we wrap this whole thing up, I want to say a huge, huge, huge massive thank you to Le Boudoir for having us over there and letting us run around in their, their space. It was really nice. And, it was and lovely. a really good evening was had apart from the illness. And eventually... I intend to go back there and, and remove all of the frustration that I remember from being there the last time. <laughs> so thank you, folks, for that. I'd also like to thank Secret Vix and Secret Stag and Violet for an awesome evening and yeah. also for going out of the way to make sure that uh, Mrs. H was cared for. I did as well. Hopefully she recognises that. But it was really important that we all stuck together as a gang and made sure everyone was okay. So never leave a man or woman down. Yeah. That definitely I was did say you could go on without me. Oh, yeah, but, I'm sure yeah. that would have been fine. But we love Do you, you guys. know what? In my, my angst, I probably wouldn't have cared. <laughs> just go on just, me. Well, you probably wouldn't have noticed. I, know, I could here. have been on time number five by the time you got back out of the toilet and right. wouldn't have known. <laughs> but still, I, I do want to say a huge thank you to those guys. Yeah. And also for everyone that's um, been in touch over the last few weeks. And thank you to Johnny Depp for coining the phrase Megapint. Yes. All, thank you. Because that gave us a right old laugh for your revision. Objection here, say. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. So the next episode we've got coming up will be in two weeks, hopefully. We're going to try and record that before we leave for PCAP. Oh, gosh. I know. We're going to be wow. producing content a go go over the next couple yeah. of weeks. And then it's I'm lucky sure. lucky I'm so good at editing, isn't it? It is lucky that you're so good at editing. Mm. But you'll hear from us over the next couple of weeks. Look out for us on Twitter, I'm sure, we'll be, and Instagram, because we'll be posting pictures. We may have to do some little behind-the-scenes updates for our patrons as well. Yes. Yeah, so if you want to join that, use the link in the show notes. And now, Mrs H, at long last, do your thing. And thank you for hopping into our bed. <laughs>